Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger. Thank you for tuning in. It has been an extreme pleasure to produce this podcast. And on the other side, I have my ever-elegant co-host, Mr. John Sane. How are you doing, brother? Um, so well, Eric, thank you so much for that very kind uh, introduction. Elegance is definitely where I want to be. Um, and sometimes <laughs> I find myself falling off that horse. Eric, um, I, I, I'm sitting in Dubai. I'm uh, just loving the city so much. Every day it just gets better as I meet new people and experience new things. But it was a couple, um, a couple hours ago we were chatting and you were talking about how inspired you were around the podcast. And uh, I thought it'd be great for the listeners to just hear what you were saying because I was inspired by what you were saying. So, you know, this has been a great journey for you and I. I mean, great journey. It's like a couple of weeks old, but it's been a, a wonderful <laughs> journey in those couple of weeks um, of just being expansive. You know, the language that we use to name it has almost created it as well. And it's become such an expansive process. We've had so many people reach out to us and that sort of thing but yeah jump in eric tell us tell us how it's going for you yeah it's just when i so months ago i actually thought about us doing a podcast together months ago and initially i didn't reach out to you because i just thought ah, you're too busy and i'm gonna I, I don't like being rejected right so like i thought i'll just I'll, <laughs> i think we should do a, i think we should do a it. podcast session on rejection yeah on rejection okay. yeah <laughs> so so anyway when i when i finally thought no like this thought just keeps popping into my head and like we have to do this i popped you the 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 message you responded yes in a like in a moment yeah. and then when we started doing this it was just because it was going to be cool right and i think immediately the response that we've had but also just the way that we've enjoyed the process has just made me feel so yeah inspired is really the right word to use you know um I spent a lot of time thinking about the podcast, a lot of time thinking about uh, the feedback that we are receiving and the, the potential of what we are creating and the fact that already we've had such amazing success and like we had a Biz Community article featuring the podcast. So it's just really been a very enjoyable journey and it's been, it's been so good to be able to give and to share and to challenge each other's thinking and to hear your thinking and perspective on many different things. So I guess that really sums it up for me. It's just been, it's just been delightful. Yeah, it's been delight. I think delightful is the word I was going to use. Thanks for stealing it right before I, your last word was the word I was going to start off with. But um, delightful is exactly it. You know, surprisingly delightful. Um, I'm also so excited to make a podcast. You know what I mean? It's like every time I see it in my diary, that it's going to be, I'm like, yes, man. And then throughout the week, you and I are just WhatsApping each other the whole time. How about this? How about this? This one message. That one's doing this. This one's doing this. It's just, it's created a lot of energy. And I just want to be so thankful to everybody that is listening. Even my mom. Mom's like, hey, I really like that podcast. I was like, what? What are you talking about, mom? She's like, no, the money podcast. I really enjoyed it. I was like, oh wow, I forgot you were even <laughs> listening to the podcast. But yeah, thanks so much. So, I didn't realize the reach it would have. You know, um, didn't you message me the other day and you said we're in the top what in Brazil? You said we're in Brazil. Yeah, well, like the top two hundred in Brazil, uh, top which is a bit okay, weird because <laughs> yeah, because now we've yeah. been yeah, it's not, <laughs> not super bragworthy, yeah, but it's yeah, been yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, Lebanon, it's been Brazil, it's been I think we were sort of in or quickly in and out the uh, United uh, uh, Dubai, like Dubai, United Arab Emirates, U yeah. UAE, yeah, 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 UAE. Um, 
and then obviously we've been like top 10-ish the whole time for the business section in iTunes. Um, in South but Africa. while we're on that note, yeah. in South mm. Africa, mm. while we're on that note, um, if you're listening to this, we are running a competition. And obviously what helps us tremendously to get the word out is when people rate and review the podcast. And it, it literally takes two minutes to just pop in a, a two sentence three sentence review to tell us what you think about the podcast and next week we'll actually be giving away two signed copies uh one of uh, i guess magnetize uh, magnetize foresight is going to be the book and an acton on verba my book uh, so we'll send that off to a random review uh, that we pull next week Great. Do you have any active non-verba available? I thought you sold out. You were just telling me off here. You got I did. All sold out. I did. I'll go to the bookshop and get one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do think you need to reprint them. Uh, they're good books. So, okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah we're going to give those away you. and those reviews will be mm. uh, really appreciated. So into the topic for today, we, we've been discussing uh, the five laws of air. And I thought I'd, I'd just literally leave it there for you to intro us. Um, I, I always enjoy listening to you talk about these kind of topics. Um, and I know that receivership is quite a big thing for you. And it's, it's been one of your bigger lessons, I think, for 2019. So maybe you can tell us a bit about the five laws and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, thanks so much, man. I, it, it, it really dawned on me earlier this year. I was in a relationship with a wonderful lady and uh, sh I got home from I don't know where I was. And she was at home at that time and she offered to make me lunch. And I, I strangely felt weird that she was making me lunch. I didn't want her to go out of her way to make me lunch. And she insisted to make me lunch. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then she brought the lunch and it was delicious. And I thought to myself, how weird it is that I was feeling uncomfortable to receive this from her. And then it, I, I kind of started like diving deeper into this understanding of our capacity to receive. And then as I started diving deeper into it, I was in Abu Dhabi speaking for Aldar and I did a video from there and it was really that sort of video that cemented my thinking around the five laws. And so I just wanted to go through the five laws with you quickly and just to explain how I have devised my day, my emotional state in order to be able to create what I'm creating. And I think it's, it's a really helpful process to to break down and have a framework for so the five laws the first one is the law of intention and we all know this that if you don't have the gps coordinates for where you want to be going how do you ever get there um, clarity before mastery and in fact i've now recently changed the word intention to declaration is my my declaration to what is going to be happening you know and i made a video a little while back around most of us know the details of our upcoming holiday in more and better detail than we know the details of the reality that we want to be creating, which is a sad place because we should have that much clarity on, on the world we want to be. Like I always ask my friends, like what would be the best ideal outcome to this situation? And they don't know. It's like, oh, no, they're not really. It's like, there could be three options. I'm like, three options? It's like three places you go on holiday when you get to the airport. How do you know which one's the right one? Anyway, so that's the first one. Law of intention or recently I've called it, yeah. I want to quickly just add, I think if people want to dive deeper into law of intention, they should go check out the money podcast that we did because I think we, we, we touched on that quite nicely on that episode. And perhaps also the 10X thinking, like the very first one that we released because it, I think it also speaks to your capacity to hold big things. 
right? Um, okay, so I thought I'd just pop that in. Thank you. Onto no, the no, second that's law. great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you've got an incredible memory, Eric. Okay, so um, the second one is the law of action. You know, and, and I think we spoke about that in the previous podcast around the magic is in the action. You know, you don't almost have to, you just got to act. You got to, and, and energy creates energy and the movement of what you're doing. Pick up that phone, make a call, go to the network event, go out there, speak, do stuck, act. And I think it, it, it takes, it takes, it takes courage to act sometimes when you're standing outside that office and you got to go in and you got to do a presentation or you got to go speak to a CEO or you got to just act, you know, and if you got to be on a radio station. And I think that's a, it's, there's a lot to be said for the law of action. And I think there's some people I've met that think just by putting intentions out there, the universe will bring it to them on a plate. And I think the universe laughs at you because what it's wanting from you is to step out of your comfort zone and act. And then that action is obviously where, where the creation happens, right? The third one is obviously the most famous one, which is the law of attraction. But for me, the law of attraction is defined in a way that makes it more palatable for me. And the law of attraction for me is that whatever I want, I can't put on a pedestal. Because what usually happens is when you want that incredible home or that incredible relationship or that amount of money, what you do is you put it on a pedestal without even realizing you put it on a pedestal. So when you say things like it's expensive or Ooh, I wonder if they've got so much money, have you seen that house? Or when you do any of those things, what you're doing is you're putting it out of reach to yourself. And the law of attraction for me is can you attract it because it's on the same vibrational stance as you? Because that's just the way it is. So whatever it may be, you know, a business class ticket or it is a fancy meal in one of the top restaurants in the world or a great education, whatever. It's not out of reach. It is at your level. That's the law of attraction for me you know it seems um and i know we're building up to this but it, it seems like even all all three of these things what really ties them together is um to what level do you think you deserve mm -hmm. and to what level do you think you can hold uh because that that is such a big thing is that when we talk about the future and you talk about what you want to accomplish or who you want to be or the things that you want to um see manifest in your life it's so easy to play it small because you think that's all you're really worth you know, or that's, that's all you can ever achieve or all you could ever accomplish. So I can see already how that's a, like quite a big theme thread. that ties them yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, it's a thread. Yeah. And then I think, I think the one that a lot of us fail, including myself, I have to remind myself a lot, the law of allowance is you don't know how it's going to come into fruition. And if you are stuck on a very clear outcome along the way to this big audacious sort of place or intention that you have, you miss out on those small nuances and messages that are coming at you because you miff because it hasn't worked out exactly like you've worked, wanted it to work out. And so there's so many stories I can share around something happening and me being upset about it and then realizing two days later, oh, thank God that happened because geez, imagine it didn't happen. That would have happened or that would have happened. So really this law of allowance is the fluidity we have on our way to be creating the sort of intention that we're trying to create, you know? So law and of allowance is a key that? one. Like, Stopping is impatience. It just, is, it, is it just saying I'm letting go? 
Well, there's a difference between letting go and being adaptable. Letting go means that you have no direction and you're just letting the wind take you everywhere. Adaptable means I know where I'm going, but I'm happy to take detours based on me trusting the fact that these things sometimes happen. And ultimately, we always see that in the long run, those small nuanced detours were the gold. I mean, those, those things are really the most amazing things. And we've got to look out for those sort of little nuances. I think it's Einstein who said, um, you can live life two ways. One, like nothing is a miracle. And two, like everything's a miracle. And so really it's about that, that allowance says everything's cool. You know, like just move with it. Being impatient, being angry, being what it just doesn't, it doesn't help anybody really. You just piss yourself off and everybody else. A topic that really ties into this um, is mental toughness. Like when you just said that, like it, it kind of pinged for me that when we talk about mental toughness, meaning how do we overcome adversity? What we often think is I need to become quite rigid. Like I need to be steel, you know, I need to be solid when really it's about how flexible can you be? And so a better word actually than mental toughness is mental flexibility. And it's, it's the same thing that, you know, when things happen to me, I just adapt. I'm just flexible enough to yeah. keep moving. Yeah. So that's actually a nice tie in there. All right, cool. What's the last one? And so, and so here's the thing is, yep. is this is where I used to stop. This is where I used to stop for, for most of my life until earlier this year, I stopped here. I was like, yo, listen, here's my intention. I'm really working hard. I'm not putting things on a pedestal and I'm just so cool with everything. You know, everything's cool. It's going to all happen. And then I realized I had never worked on my container of receivership. I didn't, I didn't even know that I'd done that. And, and then when that happened with my sort of the, the, the reality check that I had around the fact that I wasn't even willing to receive a meal from somebody who loved me, what else wasn't I willing to receive? And recently, a very good friend of mine, Dale, who's ran an incredibly successful conference called Catalyst, and you were at it and you spoke at it, and everybody I've spoken to says it was a huge success. I stayed with him in Cape Town last week, and he was talking to me about all the nuances that had irritated him in the conference, and he was a bit ratty and grumpy about it to his own admission. And ultimately, what we came to the realization after a couple hours of discussion was that he wasn't willing to receive compliments. He wasn't re able to receive the fact that he had a successful uh, event, an incredibly successful event. And he wasn't able to receive that he was actually famous. And I mock, I'm not mocked him, but I sent him a smiley face WhatsApp. I said, how does it feel to be famous in the sense of attra attraction or attention at your conference, you know? And he didn't, he didn't want to own it. You know what I mean? And I, and I think there's a lot to be said if he did own it and he was appreciative of it, he would be rejoicing in the fact that it was a success. And somehow ambition has got us to idea that ambition means you're never happy, you always drive, you always push, you never celebrate, you never receive. And so now when somebody compliments you, become aware of how you react to that compliment. Like, do you brush it away or do you say thank you? And I, I, because since I've discovered this, when somebody compliments me, I say thank you so much. And then I give an antidote of what happened through the process so I can bring them into the story more, be very graceful about accepting the compliments and also give a compliment back, but not before really saturating myself in that compliment and really enjoying it. Now, receivership comes with compliments, with relationships, with friendships, with money, with power, with success, with so many different things are all linked in to our inability, our ability to receive. And 
for me, the five laws without receivership just isn't complete. And it was such an aha moment for me that I think it's, it's just really important for us to know the capacity we are willing to allow ourselves to receive whatever it may be, how much we deserve, how much we have worked hard to want to be able to celebrate these things in our lives is an incredibly paramount mindset, heart set, and thing that we need to accept within ourselves. I love it. And in case people didn't pick it up, I think where it really starts is having the self-awareness that you're actually brushing off small things like compliments. Mm. And in the process, what you're doing is that you're actually robbing people of the opportunity to gift you with their words and what's important to them, you know? So I think it's important that we be more gracious and accept these kind of things and, and allow people to, to compliment you and to say the, the nice things they want to say about you. Yeah, I think it's selfish, actually, when you don't allow other people to be generous. And so we're so quick to want to give and give and give and give, and we're never really wanting to to take sort of people's uh, favors, you know. Uh, again, another story I have is Yossi, who was my friend in New York, who was getting some paperwork together for me. And he said to me, and I kept saying, I'm so sorry I'm bothering you. I know you're busy. New York's a busy place. And he said to me, John, he says, it's been unfair. You're not allowing me to be generous. And I just thought to myself, wow, what a selfish thing it is not to receive. How, I mean, is that just not so contradictory in itself? Is that it's actually selfish not to receive because you don't let other people sort of give their love, generosity, attention, and those sort of things. You almost brush it away. So for me, it's like so important to become hyper aware of how you're receiving everything. What do you receive? What, what are you good enough to have? And, um, yeah, it's just, it's been a fascinating ride for me to become aware of this. And um, I'm sitting here on the 20th floor of my apartment in Dubai talking about receivership. So I think I got it right to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the, the Joe Dispenza quote that says, uh, gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. Receivership. And I yeah. think that's always, always a great thing to practice. Um, is there a specific way that you practice this on a daily basis? Like, is it just having the awareness of these five laws and then, you know, you keep them top of mind and, and sort of in the back of your head all the time? Or is it that when you sit down in the, in the day and perhaps plan your day or do your little, um, we've spoken about writing the intentions and declarations for the day, does it form a part of that and you remind yourself that this is how you want to be? So I think for me is that throughout the day and throughout your life, what is the ultimate ideation or ultimate outcome you want that's putting yourself in the state of receivership what i mean that is that's kind of it it's like what i ultimately want out of this meeting what i ultimately want out of this podcast what i ultimately want out of the talk i'm giving and i remember i was on the gareth cliff show and somebody said to me so what do you want to get out of the ultimate gareth cliff show i said i don't know i guess just for some people to hear what i have to say and i and i was and she was like but don't you want to be specific about exactly what it is you want to get out of it? Do you want to sell more books? Do you want to get more bookings? Do you want to yeah, be specific about it? So I think the specificity around the outcome we desire from every single situation throughout the day, whether it's a small situation or a big situation, whether it's a connection you're having with somebody that's perturbed you in the past that you want to have, now you have to go have lunch with them. What is your ultimate outcome that you want there in a positive way that's receivership you're saying this is what i want to have and that in itself becomes how you set it up that's amazing that's amazing so quickly recap the five laws it's the, the law of intention the law of action the law of attraction the law of allowance allowance and the law of receivership 
Yeah. Those Amazing. are the things that have been working for me. Uh, if I find any Amazing. more, I'll be sharing them. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, Eric. Enjoy, enjoy Dubai, brother, and I'll speak Thank to you, you soon. Yes, looking forward bye -bye. to it. Ciao. Bye-bye.